Chapter 26, Part 2 of The Wonderful Adventures of Nils by Selma Lagerlof, translated by Velma Swanston Howard. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Gerald Moe, Tucker, Georgia. Dunfin, the Sisters Dunfin had two sisters, Pretty Wing and Goldeye. They were strong and intelligent birds, but they did not have such a soft and shiny feathered dress as Dunfin, nor did they have her sweet and gentle disposition. From the time they had been little yellow goslings, their parents and relatives and even the old fisherman had plainly showed them that they thought more of Dunfin than of them. Therefore the sisters had always hated her. When the wild geese landed on the cliff island, Prettywing and Goldeye were feeding on a bit of grass close to the strand, and immediately caught sight of the strangers. "'See, Sister Goldeye, what fine-looking geese have come to our island!' exclaimed Prettywing. "'I have rarely seen such graceful birds. Do you notice that they have a white goosey gander among them?' Did you ever set eyes on a handsomer bird? One could almost take him for a swan. Goldeye agreed with her sister that these were certainly very distinguished strangers that had come to the island, but suddenly she broke off and called, Sister Prettywing, oh, Sister Prettywing, don't you see whom they bring with them? Prettywing also caught sight of Dunfin, and was so astounded that she stood for a long time with her bill wide open and only hissed. "'It can't be possible that it is she. How did she manage to get in with people of that class? Why, we left her at Oland to freeze and starve.' "'The worst of it is she will tattle to father and mother that we flew so close to her that we knocked her wing out of joint,' said Goldeye. You'll see that it will end in our being driven from the island. We have nothing but trouble in store for us now that the young one has come back, snapped Pretty Wing. Still, I think it would be best for us to appear as pleased as possible over her return. She is so stupid that perhaps she didn't even notice that we gave her a push on purpose. While Pretty Wing and Goldeye were talking in this strain, the wild geese had been standing on the strand, pluming their feathers after the flight. Now they marched in a long line up the rocky shore to the cleft where Dunfin's parents usually stopped. Dunfin's parents were good folk. They had lived on the island longer than anyone else, and it was their habit to counsel and aid all newcomers. They too had seen the geese approach, but they had not recognized Dunfin in the flock. "'It is strange to see wild geese land on this island,' remarked the goose-master. "'It is a fine flock. That one can see by their flight.' "'But it won't be easy to find pasturage for so many,' said the goose-wife, who was gentle and sweet-tempered like Dunfin. When Akka came marching with her company, Dunfin's parents went out to meet her, and welcome her to the island. Dunfin flew from her place at the end of the line and lit between her parents. "'Mother and father, I'm here at last!' she cried joyously, 
don't you know, Dunfin? At first the old goose parents could not make out what they saw, but when they recognized Dunfin they were absurdly happy, of course. While the wild geese and Morton Goosey Gander and Dunfin were chattering excitedly, trying to tell how she had been rescued, Pretty Wing and Goldeye came running. They cried welcome and pretended to be so happy because Dunfin was at home that she was deeply moved. The wild geese fared well on the island and decided not to travel farther until the following morning. After a while the sisters asked Dunfin if she would come with them and see the places where they intended to build their nests. She promptly accompanied them and saw that they had picked out secluded and well-protected nesting places. "'Now where will you settle down, Dunfin?' they asked. "'I? Why, I don't intend to remain on the island,' she said. "'I'm going with the wild geese up to Lapland.' "'What a pity that you must leave us,' said the sisters. "'I should have been very glad to remain here with father and mother and you,' said Dunfin. "'Had I not promised the big white—' "'What?' shrieked Prettywing. "'Are you to have the handsome goosey gander?' "'Then it is.' But here Goldeye gave her a sharp nudge, and she stopped short. The two cruel sisters had much to talk about all the afternoon. They were furious because Dunfin had a suitor like the white goosey gander. They themselves had suitors, but theirs were only common gray geese, and since they had seen Morton Goosey Gander, they thought them so homely and low-bred that they did not wish even to look at them. "'This will grieve me to death,' whimpered Goldeye, "'if at least it had been you, Sister Prettywing, who had captured him.' "'I would rather see him dead than to go about here the entire summer, thinking of Dunfin's capturing a white goosey gander,' pouted Prettywing. However, the sisters continued to appear very friendly toward Dunfin, and in the afternoon Goldeye took Dunfin with her that she might see the one she thought of marrying. "'He's not as attractive as the one you will have,' said Goldeye. "'But to make up for it, one can be certain that he is what he is.' "'What do you mean, Goldeye?' questioned Dunfin. At first Goldeye would not explain what she had meant but at last she came out with it. "'We have never seen a white goose travel with wild geese,' said the sister, "'and we wonder if he can be bewitched.' "'You are very stupid,' retorted Dunfin indignantly. "'He is a tame goose, of course.' "'He brings with him one who is bewitched,' said Goldeye, "'and under the circumstances he too must be bewitched. "'Are you not afraid that he may be a black cormorant?' She was a good talker, and succeeded in frightening Dunfin thoroughly. "'You don't mean what you are saying,' pleaded the little gray goose. "'You only wish to frighten me.' "'I wish what is for your good, Dunfin,' said Goldeye. "'I can't imagine anything worse than for you to fly away with a black cormorant. "'But now I shall tell you something. "'Try to persuade him to eat some of the roots I have gathered here.' If he is bewitched, it will be apparent at once. If he is not, he will remain as he is. The boy was sitting amongst the wild geese, 
listening to Akka and the old Goosemaster, when Dunfin came flying up to him. Thumbietot, Thumbietot, she cried. Morton Goosey Gander is dying. I have killed him. Let me get up on your back, Dunfin, and take me to him. Away they flew, and Akka and the other wild geese followed them. When they got to the Goosey Gander, he was lying prostrate on the ground. He could not utter a word, only gasped for breath. "'Tickle him under the gorge and slap him on the back,' commanded Akka. The boy did so, and presently the big white gander coughed up a large white root which had stuck in his gorge. "'Have you been eating of these?' asked Akka, pointing to some roots that lay on the ground. "'Yes,' groaned the goosey gander. "'Then it is well that they stuck in your throat,' said Akka, "'for they are poisonous. Had you swallowed them you certainly should have died.' "'Dunfin bade me eat them,' said the goosey gander. "'My sister gave them to me,' protested Dunfin, and she told everything. "'You must beware of those sisters of yours, Dunfin,' warned Akka, "'for they wish you no good, depend on it.' But Dunfin was so constituted that she could not think evil of anyone, and a moment later, when Prettywing asked her to come and meet her intended, she went with her immediately. "'Oh, he isn't as handsome as yours,' said the sister, "'but he's much more courageous and daring.' "'How do you know he is?' challenged Dunfin. "'For some time past there has been weeping and wailing "'amongst the seagulls and wild ducks on the island. "'Every morning at daybreak a strange bird of prey "'comes and carries one of them off.' "'What kind of a bird is it?' asked Dunfin. We don't know, replied the sister. One of his kind has never before been seen on the island, and, strange to say, he has never attacked one of us geese. But now my intended has made up his mind to challenge him tomorrow morning and drive him away. Oh, I hope he'll succeed, said Dunfin. I hardly think he will, returned the sister. If my goosey gander were as big and strong as yours, I should have hope. "'Do you wish me to ask Morton Goosey Gander to meet the strange bird?' asked Dunfin. "'Indeed I do,' exclaimed Prettywing excitedly. "'You couldn't render me a greater service.' The next morning the Goosey Gander was up before the sun. He stationed himself on the highest point of the island and peered in all directions. Presently he saw a big dark bird coming from the west. His wings were exceedingly large, and it was easy to tell that he was an eagle. The goosey gander had not expected a more dangerous adversary than an owl, and now he understood that he could not escape this encounter with his life. But it did not occur to him to avoid a struggle with a bird who was many times stronger than himself. The great bird swooped down on a seagull and dug his talons into it. Before the eagle could spread his wings, Morton Goosey Gander rushed up to him. "'Drop that!' he shouted, "'and don't come here again, or you'll have me to deal with.' "'What kind of a lunatic are you?' said the eagle. "'It's lucky for you that I never fight with geese, or you would soon be done for.' Morton Goosey Gander thought the eagle considered himself too good to fight with him, and flew at him incensed 
biting him on the throat and beating him with his wings. This, naturally, the eagle would not tolerate, and he began to fight, but not with his full strength. The boy lay sleeping in the quarters where Akka and the other wild geese slept when Dunfin called, Thumbietot, Thumbietot, Morton Goosey Gander is being torn to pieces by an eagle. Let me get up on your back, Dunfin, and take me to him, said the boy. When they arrived on the scene, Morton Goosey Gander was badly torn and bleeding, but he was still fighting. The boy could not battle with the eagle. All that he could do was seek more efficient help. Hurry, Dunfin, and call Akka and the wild geese, he cried. The instant he said that, the eagle flew back and stopped fighting. Who's speaking of Akka? he asked. He saw Thumbietot and heard the wild geese honking, so he spread his wings. Tell Akka I never expected to run across her or any of her flock out here in the sea, he said, and soared away in a rapid and graceful flight. That is the self-same eagle who once brought me back to the wild geese, the boy remarked, gazing after the bird in astonishment. The geese had decided to leave the island at dawn, but first they wanted to feed a while. As they walked about and nibbled, a mountain duck came up to Dunfin. I have a message for you from your sisters, said the duck. They dare not show themselves among the wild geese, but they asked me to remind you not to leave the island without calling on the old fisherman. That's so, exclaimed Dunfin, but she was so frightened now that she would not go alone, and asked the goosey gander and Thumbietot to accompany her to the hut. The door was open, so Dunfin entered, but the others remained outside. After a moment they heard Akka give the signal to start, and called Dunfin. A gray goose came out and flew with the wild geese away from the island. They had traveled quite a distance along the archipelago when the boy began to wonder at the goose who accompanied them. Dunfin always flew lightly and noiselessly, but this one labored with heavy and noisy wing strokes. We are in the wrong company. It is Pretty Wing that follows us. The boy had barely spoken when the goose uttered such an ugly and angry shriek that all knew who she was. Akka and the others turned to her, but the gray goose did not fly away at once. Instead she bumped against the big goosey gander, snatched Thumbietot, and flew off with him in her bill. There was a wild chase over the archipelago. Prettywing flew fast, but the wild geese were close behind her, and there was no chance for her to escape. Suddenly they saw a puff of smoke rise up from the sea and heard an explosion. In their excitement they had not noticed that they were directly above a boat in which a lone fisherman was seated. However, none of the geese was hurt, but just there, above the boat, Prettywing opened her bill and dropped Thumbietot into the sea. End of chapter 26, part 2, recording by Gerald Moe, Tucker, Georgia.